0: Steve! Oh, yes, yes, master. At long last we have returned.
1: Shit, usually I have to call you for a little while before you... Don't jump out at me, Jesus Christ. I am... I am so excited. Okay, listen. We have a guest. We have a guest. Oh, 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 okay. But he's being a little sneaky. He's, He's taken off all of his clothes. Oh, my goodness. So it's that kind of guest, eh? No, no, it's not the sexy time. You're game. going to have one
0: of your special parties this evening.
1: No, no, definitely not. Listen, no. he's he's got a uh, particular condition, okay. and I don't want that motherfucker spying on me. So I tell you what, I'm going to give you this paint sprayer, okay? Okay. And I want you to bang in just like you did with me when you surprised me. I want to okay. you bang into every room and. St- Spray paint around and if you see a figure then you got him. Okay?
0: This is and this is our guest you want me to do this to.
1: Of course. Hey motherfuckers, we're back. Welcome to Late Seating. I bet you thought because that asshole said that they were going to be doing the Blues Brothers that they had completely forgot about Professor Dracula and his henchman Steve. Say hello, Steve.
0: Hello, Master. The fools. They never expected us, but here we are.
1: That's right. Just because the other people are are senile and they don't even know what, what time of the year it is. Guess what? You're not getting the Blues Brothers. You should probably know this from the thumbnail already. We're not doing the Blues Brothers, are we, Steve? We're not doing it. Oh, we're doing
0: the the Bloody Brothers. No, we're not. You know what
1: movie we're doing. Shut up. I know. I was trying
0: to do a thing. I was trying to do do a thing.
1: Don't do a thing. They've already confused enough as it is. They're like, oh, boy, was... the Blues Brothers. Hey. And then they I get was riffing.
0: This. I was riffing on the Blues Brothers. The, I told oh, you. Ooh, 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 ooh. The Blues Brothers. No,
1: I don't. Because we doing... beat them
0: senseless and they have bruises all over their body. We're
1: not doing the Blues Brothers. I the know. scary movies. So why do you keep bringing up all this? Okay, fine. Oh, the Blues Brothers. It's very good. Congratulations. Okay, but not appropriate.
0: No, we're doing a completely different movie.
1: And what movie is that for the millionth time? Oh, yes.
0: We are doing all we're going to do a review for you for the the marking the occasion of Halloween. Yes. classic 1933 monster movie from Universal Pictures, The Invisible Man.
1: There, finally. Now, do your stupid play with words on The Invisible Man. Come on. You did it for the, the Bruce Brothers.
0: The Invisible. Can you see him? No, you can't. Because he is invisible.
1: I think that when you put invisible, that pretty much sums it up. You don't have to do, oh, can you see him? You said invisible before that. I know, I was, I'm sorry. Can I was. you see him? No, you You put can't. me
0: on the spot. I was struggling. You... I couldn't think of a pun for the invisible man. Okay, cause there isn't one. How about that? It's just well, it's just so frank. It's like what's you've this movie built... about the invisible yes. man? You've
1: built an expectation with the audience and now you've disappointed them. I hope you're happy.
0: Ooh. What... Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> this is what can happen sometimes when you set a high standard for yourself. Sometimes you fail yeah. to live up to the standard.
1: Yeah, and what we got, the invisible can. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Invi-
0: uh, no, you the invisible can. You see him. No, you can't. Still it doesn't stupid. make sense if you just no, say the doesn't. invisible can. That is nothing. No, you can, nothing. I, could,
1: I could go in my lab and make an invisible can right now. You want an invisible can, I'll go make one.
0: I can imagine what it would look like. You would... Oh, oh, oh a, c- a cylinder of beans in your hand. How are the beans staying together? It's in the invisible can. That's right. There That's you go. That's how it would go. How right. are you holding that cylinder of gravy in your hand without it sloshing all over the place? <laughs> how would you even invisible know? Can.
1: How would you even know it's gravy? There's no room. If you're canning correctly, there'll be no room. You leave some air. It's gonna go bad. Believe me, I've I've canned more than my fair share. Of organs from the villagers down in the village,
0: you know. Leave a little bit of air. The really tricky one would be cranberry sauce because it stays in that shape anyway. You wouldn't be impressing anybody.
1: Or liver, human liver, liver. human liver. I have to clearly mark. I have to clearly mark cranberry sauce, human liver. Almost Mm. the same thing.
0: And you know that's my favorite dish at our Thanksgiving table is when you you pluck out of the can and you slice it. Yes, liver is great. It's it's delicious. The canned liver is delicious. I
1: don't even know why we do cranberries. I don't eat them. I mean, I I will when I have a urinary tract infection. That's the best thing is, some,
0: you know, cranberry juice. And you do get those more and more often as you get older.
1: Well, when almost your entire diet is blood, you can imagine what comes, you know. Yeah, true. true. It's true. Also, I squeeze too hard when I masturbate. (laughs)
0: That'll do it Looks
1: looks like it's time for my elixir
0: (laughs) Here we go Time to switch to the other Persona so we can get on with the show
1: Oh you bet Okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) Glug glug glug
1: Hey everybody Oh boy I haven't (laughs) done that voice in a year
0: Hey Um, what fun what fun
1: mm -hmm. we're doing the invisible man steve please tell me you have
0: some trivia for this movie oh i do have some trivia for this movie good what is it yeah um he wasn't really invisible that was just an actor shut up what Um, come on no okay so um this is one of those movies I feel like a lot of people probably know a lot of this, because if you are a big fan of this movie like I am, you probably had at either the VHS copy or the DVD copy that had a really awesome behind the scenes documentary about the making of the movie. Um, So, you know, about, you know, the way they did some of these special effects. This this was kind of a pioneering movie in special effects that's right it's Uh,
1: all about the pioneers traveling over the prairie yeah and
0: and and they they pull over the covered wagon and they said let's make a movie and then they did and they used (laughs) some innovative techniques to do it i'm Um, sorry
1: but you just told everyone hey if you're a big fan of this 400 million year old movie and you got you know how it was made and all that other stuff i think you're the only fan
0: of this movie steve You think nobody else is as big of a fan of The Invisible Man as I am?
1: Well, I think they'd be very similar to you where you came out, you know, to the playground and you'll say, hey, fellas, if you want to watch The Invisible Man, it's great. I know it's old. It's older (laughs) than my dead grandpa. But I if you want to go. Why is everyone getting bike canes out. Why? Where, where, where like, are
0: my fellow Claude Rains fans? <laughs> Let me see your hands. Throw them up. Come on. Who loves Claude Rains?
1: He's barely in this movie. Get it?
0: Uh, blink and you'll miss him. Um, <laughs> but no. So they, they used a lot of different techniques to create the effect of Griffin being invisible. Sure. Uh, some of what they did was wire work where they would have uh he he you know the invisible man was supposedly moving objects around mm-hmm. and they would have it attached to a wire yeah. and actually i mean it's there there are a couple of shots where if you're looking at the right place at the right time you can see the wire sure. but but for the most part those wire effects are are surprisingly well done and and uh they're even they're they're better in this movie than they are in some of the sequels that Well they got lazier they got lazier later.
1: and cheaper in the in the yeah. sequels
0: Yeah. um, But so the wire work is 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 fairly good and they use that a lot. And then, of course, the most famous technique they used was, you know, when they wanted to show the Invisible Man, taking his bandages off and you saw that he didn't have a head mm-hmm. or he's, 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 you know, he's dressed, but his, he's invisible. So you can't see his head or his hands or his feet. Uh, and that's obviously an actor doing that. And the way they did that was because this movie was shot in black and white. And, you know, nowadays we would do a green screen or a blue screen and, and, mm-hmm. and digitally key it out. But because they were shooting in black and white, they were able to do it optically where they would shoot in front of a black background. And mm-hmm. the actor would wear black and then would on top of the black would wear, like if it was the invisible man in his pajamas, he'd put the pajamas on on top of the black suit that the actor was wearing. And then they would shoot the actor in front of the black backdrop. And then mm-hmm. when the film was processed. It would create a, a transparent background where the only thing visible were the non-black things. And then they would composite it over another shot so that it looked like he was sitting in a chair in a room and he was invisible. And it was and... only semi-transparent. So yeah the, yeah there's a couple of the shots where it's like you could still kind of see through them because the you know yeah. uh it, the process wasn't perfect but it's very effective and and very complicated because they had to expose each individual element of the shot separately and Mm -hmm. there's there's a shot in the movie that's i mean it's literally like a five second shot if even that long of the invisible man in a bedroom standing in front of a mirror taking his bandages off Mm -hmm. and he takes his bandages off and he doesn't have a head because his head's invisible and you see uh it just it looks just like an ordinary over-the-shoulder shot Mm -hmm. of of a guy in a bedroom but that shot has but that shot has like four different elements in it because they had to shoot the invisible man from behind, uh, taking off the bandage. They had to shoot the invisible man from the front, taking off the bandage so that you can mm-hmm. see the reflection in the mirror. They had to shoot the room the invisible man was standing in. And then they had to shoot the room the invisible man was standing in from the opposite angle so they can mm-hmm. have a reflection in the mirror mm-hmm. behind his reflection. So, you know, we it, it looks just like a completely normal shot, but that took so much preparation and so much work to do because sure. they had to do everything separately and then and then put it all together uh, to create a a composite shot. Um and it and and it works and it looks fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um The Invisible Man, of course, played by the great Claude Rains, who, as mm-hmm. you mentioned, was barely in the movie. Um, but he was he was an experienced stage actor, but he had only appeared in one other film when he yep. was cast as Griffin, and that was 13 years before. Um, so it was a silent movie. This was his second movie ever, his first sound movie after a long career on the stage and Mm -hmm. James Whale chose Reigns because of the presence he was able to create using only his voice because James Whale was smart enough to realize, okay, we have this character who we're not going to see him for the entire movie, except for the scenes where he's, you know, wearing a robe and the bandages and stuff. But Mm -hmm. um, there are going to be a lot of scenes where he's just not going to be in the movie. And we're only going to know he's there because we hear him. So we needed an actor with a voice that could create the presence of a mm-hmm. person being. There, and that was Claude Rains, one of the great voices in the history of the movies. Um, and uh, but he was an inexperienced film actor, and that created some problems during filming, especially in his scenes with Gloria Stewart, who plays his his fiance. Uh, she was a an inexperienced actor at that point herself. And she complained to James Whale that uh claude rains was not giving her enough room in their scenes together for her to give her performance and and sometimes she meant this literally like he would actually like back her up against the wall or back her up against the scenery uh and she wouldn't have space in on the set in the shot to do what she wanted to do or what she needed to do so james whale had to remind claude rains that you know there's another person in the scene and and it's both of you and you know you need to be giving a performance with her not you know, just taking up all the scenery and, and forcing her into the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually they, you know, they worked it out. But but years later, Gloria Stewart did not remember working with Claude Rains as a particularly fun experience uh, because of that, because he tended to sort of eat up all of the space. Sure. scenes um, together. All right. Uh, Rains' performance as Griffin is, of course, one of the most iconic and imitated and spoofed in all of horror cinema. One of the many, many, many uh performances from later on down the line that it inspired is a uh, someone that we were actually talking about in the pre-show what? which is mark hamill mark hamill's performance as the joker in batman the animated series was inspired in part by claude rains as the invisible man really yeah yeah i can kind of see it okay here's All one right. though the film yeah. itself though the film itself is bloodless by its stated body count, Griffin is probably Yeah. Griffin yeah. is perhaps the most murderous and bloodthirsty of all the classic Universal Monsters. He, he goes on a spree. Yeah. He <laughs> kills four people on screen. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know is a little high for a Universal Monster movie, but not out of out of you know, not crazy. Frankenstein chokes a people, you know what I mean? It's not like that Frankenstein.
1: Outrageous. Okay. Ready? Go ahead. Frankenstein kills Igor.
0: Yeah, well, Fritz. Yeah, Fritz. Yeah, he kills Fritz. Oh, I guess all of us hunchbacks look alike. Yeah, you do. I'm so and disappointed in you.
1: Shut up. And then, right. and then he kills Doctor Old Man.
0: Yes, he does. And and I yeah, that's it, isn't it? In the uh-huh. first movie, yeah.
1: He doesn't mean to kill the little girl.
0: Well, that's it true. Yes, happens. he kills the little girl. But that's yeah, that's not like a murder. That's like I I bet she'll float up. Oh, shit, never mind. Totally total body count three.
1: Now, yeah. here's the thing: in Dracula, we're not sure certain how many guys are on the Demeter, right? The right. ship that takes him from from Europe to England, mm. right? But uh, let's say it's twenty guys. That's not that that's that's quite a bit of people. Yeah, but not. Nah, let's. How about the Wolfman? Yeah. The Wolfman is like three people, or no wait. That's right. He kills what? 3 people? 2 people? Maybe? Something like that. Yeah. Not many. The mummy uh two people. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so so here's the invisible man's body count. Right. And and this and this most of this is off-screen and we oh, and we yeah. just we 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 learn about it through dialogue. But so he kills 4 people actually on screen during the movie. Yes. Yes, he
1: does. Uh
0: he derails a train that's
1: <laughs> full of people
0: that according to dialogue later on killed 100 people yes and uh, also according to dialogue he kills an additional 18 people mm-hmm. who are part of the search parties that are sent out to look for oh, him because yeah, so he's just pushing
1: them bl- off a of fucking cliff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so a grand total of 122 killings mm-hmm. in the invisible man so he is one of the most prolific murderers in all of the universal monsters so i think that's him. even
1: even more than freddy or Jason,
0: that's or, you know what? Yeah, because yeah, that's true.
1: Michael Myers, that's true. all those other guys—they were nothing. They didn't—they didn't kill everybody on a train.
0: Yeah, that's true because the people they kill are like the people that that we see them kill, and they kill people one at a time. You never see mm-hmm. Freddy like you know burning down a building with everybody <laughs> inside. Go, oh my God, there are two hundred people in that building. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like that just doesn't happen. I don't
1: um, know what's wrong with the. With the monsters nowadays, they just don't have the, the gumption of the
0: invisible man.
1: What a great <laughs> what a great man he was.
0: They don't make him like that anymore, I'll tell no,
1: you. they don't.
0: There was a killer. Oh boy.
1: Uh, okay. Um,
0: one one last piece of trivia. All right. So uh like Dracula and like Frankenstein, the invisible man is adapted from a famous novel. hmm Called the Invisible Man. Yes, but unlike those two Universal horror movies, the Invisible Man is mostly faithful to the source material. Of course, Uh, Dracula and Frankenstein are diverge from their from the novels pretty. Uh, severely. I mean, they they both get mm-hmm. the, the general... It, you get the gist of it. Like, Dracula the movie is it's, it's mostly like the novel, but there's a lot of differences. Frankenstein's like, okay, it's, yeah, you squint and turn your head to the side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mostly the same. The Invisible Man is very, very close to its source material. Um, there were some earlier treatments of the movie that never got made that did make much more significant changes, but when the writer who was hired to actually write this movie came onto the job. He um, just read the original novel and said, you know, I think we can just film it like this. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he, he wrote a script that um, only makes a few changes. And some of the changes are Griffin has a little bit more of a social circle in the movie. He has Mm -hmm. a fiance and coworkers that he doesn't have in the novel. And also in the novel, uh, it Griffin is depicted as kind of being a crazy asshole to begin with. Yeah. To start with, uh, yeah. yeah. Whereas in the movie, that is explicitly chalked up as a side effect of the drugs that turned him into of the monocaine, the monocaine. Yes. So, mm. but otherwise than that, it's it's. It, I think it's of of the universal horrors that were adapted from, you know, pre existing source material. I think it's certainly the 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 most faithful to the uh, to the original book.
1: I think so. they made they made changes because they didn't want it to be like. Um... Jekyll and Hyde. They didn't want it to be like Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: All right, you ready to hear who made it? You ready yeah. to find out who's responsible for this fucking thing? It was directed <laughs> by James Whale, and you know him as the director of Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein and Precious Little Else. He did other movies, but not nothing great. Those were his, those are his two big bites, and he got a one-third bite with this one. Screenplay by R.C. Sheriff, and he also wrote Goodbye Mr. Chips and a whole bunch of garbage that you don't know because just he worked, he was fine. Produced by Carl Lemley Jr. And boy, oh boy, have we done a lot of his movies.
0: <laughs> yes, we have.
1: Aside from Dracula and The Mummy, we also did All Quiet on the Western Front. So he can do serious yeah. movies, too. Starring Gloria Stewart as Flora Cranley. And you know her from movies like Gold Diggers of 1935, The Legend of Lizzie Borden, and the worst out of the bunch, Titanic.
0: That's right. She was the old lady in Titanic. She was the best thing in Titanic. She was the only
1: good thing in Titanic, as far as I was concerned. William Harrington. Nope, no. Claude Rains as Dr. Jack Griffin. Also, did you notice this when they showed the beginning the opening titles did you notice that it said Claude Rains and then underneath his name it said like he's the invisible one
0: yeah in parentheses It's, it's like just just it's like in case you're wondering which one he is yeah he's, he's the, the, the one, one you can't see for he's most the one of the you movie
1: can't see. um but you know him from The Adventures of Robin Hood, The Wolfman, Casablanca. Take your pick. He's been in Probably. dozens and yes. dozens and dozens of movies. I mean, he's been in several movies that we've already reviewed, aside from mm-hmm. The Wolfman and Casablanca. He, uh, he was in uh, Lawrence, of Olivier, uh, Lawrence of Arabia, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. I he played. He was. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think he was. William Harrington is Dr. Arthur Kemp. And uh, he ain't done much, but I picked one movie at random out of his thing called Nixon Dames because I just oh boy. Love... boy oh boy you can't get more period specific slang than a movie called Nixon Dames can you?
2: Nope.
1: <laughs> anyway he plays Dr. Cranley Una O'Connor as Jenny Hall and she's been in a lot of whale movies and a whole bunch of other movies too but she was in Bride of Frankenstein and mm-hmm. Little Lord Fauntleroy and the Adventures of Robin Hood Um, She's the one that goes all the cheat boy too. She's the one who
0: screams. She's the loud one. (laughs) I wanted to
1: punch her out. She needed to be quiet. Her poor, her poor husband got beat up by the invisible man. And she's screaming right next to him. Every time she (laughs) looks at him.
0: She screams right into his ear. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Forrester Harvey as Herbert Hall. And he was in the Wolfman. And uh, Rebecca. Dudley Diggs. Jesus Dudley, I'm sorry for all the times you got beat up. <laughs> Dudley Diggs as uh chief of detectives and he was in Mutiny on the Bounty. E. E. Clive as Constable Jaffers and he was in Bride of Frankenstein. And the Bulldog Drummond films, of which there are an obscene number of them, and I've never seen a single one. Recognize the name. It. Yeah. Dwight Fry as reporter. And he was in Dracula as Renfield, Renfield, Frankenstein, as not Igor
0: and Bride (laughs) of
1: Frankenstein. I don't remember who he played in Bride of Frankenstein, do you? Yeah,
0: I forget who he was in Bride of Frankenstein, but -hmm. yeah, he was in Bride of Frankenstein as well. Yeah, Mm -hmm. okay. Um, let's see,
1: Merle Tottenham is that his name, Merle Tottenham? Yeah. As, as Millie, she's barely well, Meryl. It's, it's
0: she, she Merle, Merle, it's Merle, Merle, Merle. It's Merle. It's Merle. Okay. okay it's Merle, Merle
1: motherfucker. That's what I say. Merle is Merle. Okay. Sorry. Choosing yeah. goodbye, Mr. Chips. I did miss, miss one. Henry Travers as Dr. Cranley. As Dr. And, Cranley, yeah. And you know him as Clarence, and it's a wonderful life. It's weird seeing right. him in other movies. <laughs> it's just weird. I keep expecting him to go, well, that's you know, Miss they're not oh. alive it's,
0: yeah. <laughs> this must be before he died.
1: Yeah. And Mrs. Miniver. Cinematography by Arthur Edinson, and he's done movies like The Thief of Bad Dad, All Quiet on the Western Front, Frankenstein, The Maltese Falcon, and Casablanca. Not a bad resume there. Mm-hmm. Arthur, good job. Edited by Ted Kent. And he's done *Brighter of Frankenstein, Son of Frankenstein, The Ghost of Frankenstein. Hey, Frankenstein got a blowjob. Hey, where's Frankenstein? <laughs> Is that Frankenstein? How many times can we say Frankenstein?
0: <laughs> Has anyone seen Frankenstein?
1: And also Creature from the Black Lagoon. Music by Heinz Wormheld. And he's done movies like Dracula's Daughter. The White Hell of Palu. Oh, boy. I had to put it in there. As soon as I saw it, I was like, nope, there's no way I'm avoiding (laughs) that one. That's in the show. And Yankee Doodle Dandy. Production company, Universal Pictures, distributed by Universal Pictures. Release date, October 31st, 1933. Running time, 70 blessed minutes. Budget, $328,000. Adjusted for inflation, $7.6 million. I have no box office, but I'm sure it was fine. Right, Steve.
0: I mean, it had to make some money because they made a whole shitload of them after oh, this.
1: Good golly, there's so many. Yeah. All right, Steve, you're ready to take off all your clothes. Take them off. Come on. I'm I okay. promise. You, I promise. Don't you're say totally,
0: I didn't warn you.
1: You're totally invisible. Look at the oh yes, boy. Yes.
0: Okay. You can't snus- see any of this.
1: I can't. Oh, Jesus! Okay. No, I can't. Because
0: I can. I can see. I can. I can look down and see. Still well, see myself. Is that normal? Of the,
1: Part of the formula is that you oh, see okay. you see yourself, okay? Okay. So okay, so you you're totally invisible. Totally take, invisible. Take this bowl of candy, and you okay. when the little children come up with the trick or treat, you make sure to open that door wide. Okay. And, and, they will, and they'll the just kids. see
0: the floating candy. They won't Not see me all. standing they'll here be, completely be, naked.
1: No, they won't see your penis at all. Your, no. Weird misshape, Oh boy, that's right. a they bend. W- I don't think it is normal. Okay, no, but it's not. They um, won't
0: see it though. They was, won't see
1: it. Was your foreskin chewed off? I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, I can't I, see that anyway. Um, yes, you're going to. Hit you to the can't door. see it. Yes,
0: you're just yes. talking about my penis from, from totally. memory.
1: That's right. I could draw it from memory now. Jesus. Yes. Anyway, yes, you're going to give out candy. Okay. Okay, and
0: everything will be fine.
1: Everything. You're not going to jail tonight. Anyway, we're going.
0: Okay, good. (laughs) Here we go.
1: (laughs) And let's review the super spoopy. And definitely not a comedy, although it largely plays like one. The Invisible Man.
0: Steve, take it away. Yeah, baby. Um, Credits. Pretty simple. The Invisible Man. Here's who's in it. Here's who made it. Um, and then we begin in winter time in the English countryside. Oh, yeah. And we see a man trudging through the snow, and he's all bundled up and he's mm-hmm. his face is wrapped, and he's got glasses and a hat, and he's carrying a, a case, and he mm-hmm. walks up to a road sign, and it's it's oh, right nearby. It's the village of Iping. Iping, um, which is a real place, which is a slight departure for the universal monster yeah we can actually locate this
1: place yeah
0: yeah they usually take place in kind of a nameless generic european Mm -hmm. village but this iping is an actual place in england that's right um filled with pumpkins just filled filled, with apparently some of the dumb dumbest bumpkins you
1: can possibly imagine
0: so uh we cut to the uh the inn in the town, the lion's head pub and in, 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 Iping. And we just get a little bit to kind of set the scene. You know, it's kind of funny. There's a guy pretending to play a player piano and then he finishes the song and turns around and kind of takes a bow. And then the guy sitting next to him puts another quarter in and it starts playing again. So he has to turn mm. around real quick, you know, cause he can't really play Um, people playing darts and just, you know, kind of having fun and hanging out in the pub uh, as much fun then, as you
1: can have in a pub in the middle of winter, in, in the, the middle dead of, of winter,
0: yeah, in yeah. the dead of winter during a snowstorm, and then the door is thrown open, and it's the stranger from the road that we saw. And these well, looks uh, funny. Yeah, his he's he got bandages
1: him, he's, all over his face.
0: His face is bandaged. He has what it seems like a very obvious false nose. He's wearing dark glasses and he just mm-hmm. kind of stands there for a second. And everybody looks at him and backs away from the door. And they're like, oh, this guy seems like trouble. Yeah. And and he walks down to the bar and he leaves the door hanging wide open. So we know instantly that he's an asshole. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, give me a room. Give me a room and a fire and the the innkeeper's like well we usually don't you know let rooms out in the winter time and he's like you can get a room ready I want a room now motherfucker room.
1: also I'm totally not invisible
0: yeah don't even ask about why don't. I dress like yeah. this cuz it's not because I'm invisible and I cuz you know, I like it
1: you. I'm weird I enjoy it's it It's cold My mommy used to wrap me in bandages when I was a baby it's the only yeah. way I feel safe don't I feel ask safe. Me. So Una O'Connor leads him upstairs, gets him a room, and he's like, "Okay, get the fuck out!"
0: Yeah, no, the- he says, "Give me some, bring bring me some food," and then I, I want to be left alone,
1: right? And he closes the the shades, and she brings up food, and she goes downstairs, and the lady's down there, and she's like, "I forgot to bring the mustard," and she's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. "I don't remember." She's <laughs> everything is on a a much higher octave the normal human hearing. Yeah. I'll bring up the mustard. He comes up the stairs and he's eating and his bandages are off and he covers up his mouth and he's like, give me, give me the fucking mustard and get the fuck out. Right. Yeah. And she comes downstairs and she's like, Oh, he's weird.
0: Yeah. He's all bandaged all over. And, you know, and the, the, the people in the pub are like speculating, you know, Oh, he's, uh, he was probably in some kind of accident or he mm. he's snow blind. That's why he has to wear those dark glasses. Like they're just kind of gossiping and mm. trying to guess like what his deal is. Yeah. So
1: then we cut to uh, what's his name's house? Dr. Cranley's place. <laughs> Dr. Cranley's place. And it's in another time and there's no winter at all. We can see straight out his <laughs> windows. There's nothing. There's no snow. There's no nothing. I see green <laughs> trees. And his daughter comes downstairs She's she's like, Daddy, where'd my boyfriend go? And he's like, I don't know. He, he, said, he, was,
0: he, he said he was leaving. And, uh, and you know, he maybe left. He, uh they talk about him like he's a dog who ran away. I know. I know. Like his floor is like, oh, I haven't heard from him for weeks and I don't know what's happened to him. And her dad's just like, oh, he'll probably come back. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. And then uh, what's his name? The, yeah. Kemp. The, the Kemp. Kemp comes in, and he's like, I don't know where he is. You should get over him, and you should let me put my dick in you. And she's like, no, yeah. I love him. And he's like, oh, but my dick. And she's like, I don't care. They have this argument over a, va- a a thing of flowers. I was trying to figure out what Whale's trying to do here. She's on one side of the flowers, and Kemp is on the other side as they right. have this argument about how he's not coming back. And he's like, yeah, but you could give me a handjob. And she's like, leave me alone. I am not like- want to give you a handjob. He's been gone for like three hours. I don't know how long he's been gone, but like five days or something like <laughs> he's that. He's
0: been gone for at least a few days, if not a little mm-hmm. bit longer. Yeah.
1: yeah. Cut back to the place with the weird guy with the bandages all over his face. Right. Yeah. It's been a and... few
0: days. He's been there. And uh, the uh, uh, Jenny, the Uno Okana character. Uh, mm mm-hmm knocks on his door because it's lunchtime, but he doesn't want to be bothered because he's in there work. he's set up his science stuff now. Yeah. He's got he's a bunch got of like science a, stuff. Allowed, a bunch of chemistry like, set stuff. And he's like, he's, he's kind of like talking to himself and going like, you know, mm-hmm. you fool there. You, you have to find a way back. There must be a way back. You fool. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and she's uh, like, yeah. I don't want him here anymore. She goes upstairs. Yeah.
0: yeah, Well, she she tries to bring him the tray of food, and he like he slams the door. And she drops the tray. Yeah. Right.
1: And she's all upset. She screams her way downstairs and screams at her (laughs) husband. I don't want him here anymore. You go upstairs and you tell him I don't want him here anymore. And he's like, "Okay, fine." Jesus, really? I gotta go. Okay, fine. And he's like, he walks in, and he's like, "Excuse me, sir, but uh, you haven't paid your bill, and you keep saying money's coming." And he goes, oh, money will be here next week. And he says, you said that last week, so uh, get out. And he's like,
0: (laughs) pack your shit. I'll I'll help you pack your shit. I'll help
1: you pack. And he starts touching stuff. And he's like, don't touch things, you fool. I can destroy you all. I'll kill everyone. I'll kill everyone here. And he beats him up and throws him down the stairs. stairs. (laughs) (laughs) They say, that's right. Let's go get the constable who literally says, what's all this then? What's he, he all could, this? He is a complete stereotype, right? Oh,
0: he's a caricature. He's a yeah, he's he's every English constable you've ever imagined. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. and now everyone downstairs in the inn is all upset. So he they go upstairs, they bust open the door, and he goes, What's all this then? And <laughs> um, the invisible man has a fucking conniption fit.
0: Oh boy, and- he sure does.
1: He's like, what do you guys do? What do you know? I can be king. I'll be king of all of you. You'll see all invisible pee all over you when you're asleep. And there's nothing you can do. And then he starts taking off his bandages, right?
0: He takes everything off and he's like, throw he, he there's a scene yeah. where like he's, he's laughing. He's, he's, Take he's my taking nose. most of his- he yeah. throws his nose at somebody. Uh, he throws the bandages around. Uh, there's a really funny shot where it's he's taken everything off except his shirt. So it's just mm-hmm. a shirt running around the room. And one of the other people <laughs> says to the constable, he says, quick, put the handcuffs on him. And the constable <laughs> says, am I supposed to handcuff a blooming shirt?
1: Right. But uh, he gets past all them. He gets outside. He steals a bike. He throws a bike at somebody. Um he just he throws a poor dude's hat in the water he's just having a great time. Yeah, he's
2: just he giggling. He's
0: yeah. And you are like, "Oh, this isn't that bad. He's not he's a, a bad nice guy. guy. He's, yeah. he's he's just a little he's he a little He just wanted batty. to be left alone to do his chemistry set."
1: We call the main cop and he's like, "What? You did what? What's you're all crazy. I'm coming there to put you all in an insane asylum." Cut yeah. back to the laboratory where it turns out that um Jack has burned up all of his notes
0: right yeah but they find a list of drugs that he made and, and one, one of, of the drugs is a thing called monocaine oh my god and what did monocaine do monocaine is a drug from india it's a that, bleaching agent yeah it takes it drains color from everything and Apparently Griffin didn't know this because he was working from older science books, but luckily Dr. Cranley knows he's, he's more in the know and he knows about this German experiment where they injected monocaine into a dog and the dog turned completely white and also went crazy
1: and went insane. How do you, how do you, can you tell that a dog went insane? I don't know. You sit him down with a therapist (laughs) and ask him a bunch of directed (laughs) questions. This dog is delusional. (laughs)
0: He's barking at things that aren't there.
1: He thinks he's a chihuahua when he's obviously a great Dane. (laughs) Cut back to Jack asshole's house. What's his name? Um, It's not Jack. uh, Kemp. Golly, Kemp. You're never supposed to like Kemp. He's a creep.
0: He's just a fucking creep. (laughs) Well, if you don't like Kemp, I've got good news for you. I do. Yeah, boy. (laughs) Just wait.
1: (laughs) He's sitting down there, they both for the most part both um both of the doctors have figured out that Jack Griffin has probably turned himself invisible
0: they they have their like, it's a, suspicions. Yeah, yeah. like it's a yeah like it's a thing yeah
1: because everyone's talking about how there's been an invisible man, and he's sitting there and he's about to undo his zipper to masturbate over over flora And yeah. guess
0: he guess he shows up it's it's Griffin. And he's like, it's me, Kim. Put it away.
1: Put it away. I need to, I need to help her. And you're going to be that helper. And you're going to help me. I'm going to take over the whole goddamn world. I'm going to kill everybody. I'm going to kill everybody that I want to. And you're going to help. And he's like, okay. And he's like, but first, I need I need you to take me upstairs and get me clothes and get me a place <laughs> to sleep. Give and I the need pajamas. I'm super don't get me wrong, I'm super powerful. I'm gonna be king of the world, but I need I need someone that can help me do some of this stuff, okay? And he's like, Okay, fine. Oh, by the way, don't tell anybody I'm here, I'll fucking kill you. I'll kill I'll kill you, I'll kill everybody. Don't, don't. I'm gonna go to bed. And he puts on some pajamas. Not yet. We cut back to the house and the main constable's there, and he's like, What the fuck?
0: Yeah. Oh, so you're all completely drunk and you're, you're all drunk. seeing an invisible man.
1: So at bag, then we cut back to, to uh, what's his name's
0: house? Yeah, Kemp's house. And,
1: and he's all wrapped up in bandages and he's wearing a pair of stupid glasses. And he's like, okay, first thing we're going to need to do is we need to go back to the inn because I left some books there. Because yeah. in my craziness, I just kind of left everything behind. Yeah. But you I need my need- notes. I need my notes. I need my books, and you're going to help me go get them, or I'm going to strangle you, just like I strangle everybody. I strangle everyone. Now he hasn't yet killed anybody.
0: No, not yet. He threw a guy down the stairs,
1: but we haven't seen and him he, kill. He choked. He anyone. choked
0: the policeman, but I don't think he actually killed him.
1: Which police? No, he hasn't choked a policeman. The, oh, the no, old the uh,
0: the guy the the first one, the guy with the, the mustache. First the first one, one. Yeah, so the guy with is. the horse. I don't think he killed him. No, No, he he throttled him. He said, I think I'll throttle Mm. for you, but I don't think he actually kills him. Yeah. So Kemp
1: and him get in a car (laughs) and he's dad to take off all of his clothes and they put a blanket in the car so that he can keep warm. Meanwhile, we cut back to the constable asking everyone questions. The old man's like, he threw threw my, my hat. In the water. And he said, oh, so you were drunk and it was windy. Next. He's like,
0: someone grabbed my genitals and then and, and massaged my breast.
1: Oh, the wind. That was the wind, too. You Anyone... were sexually
0: assaulted. It's the 30s. We don't care. Next. Yeah, Who
1: cares? It was just, we could have been any man here. Who are we going to? We're not going to do it. So why would it make make any difference? He sneaks in, The invisible man sneaks in while they're having this meeting at the inn. And he goes upstairs and he gets the books and he drops the books out the window, right to Kemp to, to Kim. Yeah. Camp catches him and he runs back to the car And then as The invisible man is sneaking out He hears the constable say All of you are fucking morons You're all fucking idiots There is no such thing as an invisible man And even if there was an invisible man I bet he had a little penis And he would be too <laughs> afraid to do anything about any of this And you know what else He'll probably get hit by a car and die Because he's dumb And being invisible is dumb <laughs> And anyone who thinks being invisible is cool Is also fucking dumb and then the invisible man He's about to sign like a thing, like condemning the entire town to an insane asylum or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what he's trying to do.
0: He's gonna yeah, he's writing something in a book and, and then the inkwell starts moves around, yeah. yeah
1: and it and it, he throws the ink, it's thrown in his face, and the guy goes goo. and then everyone <laughs> everyone in that bar freaks the fuck out and leaves. Except for the main constable who he chokes to death and then bashes his brains in with a with a bench. And that's yeah. it's at that point where you go, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I see. He's <laughs> fucking crazy and he's gonna kill people.
0: And then I love the way he, he gets into the car with Kemp and they're driving away. And he tells and him, Yeah. He tells him very, very casually, he says, It was cold. I had to take some exercise. I killed a stupid little policeman, smashed <laughs> in his head. And I was like, oh, oh, cool. Good great. To you. Shall I describe
1: his brains to you? Please don't.
0: <laughs> Please don't.
1: I'm doing something with my penis while I think
0: about what I've done.
1: I'm okay, so glad well, I, can't, I can't see
0: it. Please. My, you know, my ejaculate becomes visible after it leaves my body. <laughs> oh, Okay, cool. Cool. Oh, no. You don't, need, you don't need to show me.
1: You know, my poops are invisible.
0: What? Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, you know we're just gonna. Ow. Yeah, I know you can sleep in my room. It's the best room in the house. And how does
1: that? How does that work exactly? Because I don't understand.
0: What are the rules of this?
1: <laughs> uh, next morning, uh, the the evening news says invisible man slays policemen. and I'm fairly certain that anyone who doesn't live in that town who reading that headline, what, what,
0: what, <laughs> what, <laughs> what? what is going on in Iping? Holy shit!
1: <laughs> so we go back to his house. Um, what is he
0: doing? I can't he's, remember. He's, he's eating and he's explaining right. to him about how. Well, when, if when, when he's invisible, he has to stay. He has to hide after. He meals has to hide after he eats for an
1: hour because it's it's yeah. visible.
0: Yeah, and uh, he can't. It's difficult for him to work in the rain because you can see the water. On his shoulders, mm-hmm. and, it's, and, he, and it's difficult for him to work in the fog because you can uh-huh. see him moving through the fog, etc. Right. etc.
1: Mm-hmm. And he and Kemp should have said, So you're going to be king of the world, huh?
0: <laughs> That's right, Kemp. King of the world. It's as totally long as it's not raining or foggy or sooty. It's also,
1: it's also <laughs> implied that somehow this, this chemical concoction has not only made him invisible, it's also made him absurdly strong. Right, because well, he, yeah, keeps... he says
0: to him, "I'm strong, and I'll strangle you."
1: It would have been great if he. It actually made him weak, and all it he you know, like, significantly I I weak you. You, The person just standing there going, "Stop it! Like, it's are, you. You.
0: are you done? Yeah.
1: Anyway, so now the cops are like, "Okay, we totally believe now that there's an invisible man, and we've got to come up with a way to catch this invisible man." And it's like the fedora brigade as yeah. <laughs> they're all there and they're all trying to figure out how we're going to stop the invisible man. Meanwhile, um, the invisible, this is, this is probably the best joke that whale has in this movie. Okay. We see the invisible man has put on pajamas. He's unwrapped his head. He's gone to bed. Right.
0: Yes many and, and we we see like the the hysteria of everybody else oh yeah everyone
1: you yeah. know there's a dance going on and they interrupt it and uh, we interrupt this program because there's an invisible man they show old people at home listening to the radio we interrupt this program because there's an invisible man we're asking any able bodied citizen they show a guy get a gun right Mm-hmm. and uh, leave the house, and they show all of these people locking up their doors, and right. it just gets more and more ridiculous. So chains, padlocks, people yeah. are nailing up their doors, going, let's see him get past this, let's see him get past this, and then they cut to the Invisible Man, and he's asleep in bed.
0: He's asleep, yeah. It's a great visual gag. It's, it's fantastic, yeah, it's hilarious.
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, against his better judgment and direct orders from the Invisible Man, um, Kemp goes downstairs <laughs> and he calls everybody. He just calls and cries at everybody that, that he, he can <laughs> He calls <laughs> the
0: invisible man's in my house right now. He calls please Dr. And Cranley
1: and he's like, He's here and he's upstairs and he's he totally. I want to leave. Can I please leave the house? Everyone tells him no, don't leave the house. It'll raise suspicions. Besides, we yeah. don't want him getting just, away.
0: Just stay cool. Yeah. If he's asleep upstairs, just be cool, man. Just be cool. Don't wake Cranley,
1: him up. Cranley's like, Stay there. And then his daughter comes downstairs and goes, "What's going on?" <laughs> <laughs> My that boyfriend's Crand- the Invisible Man, isn't oh, he? <laughs> yeah, all Cranley had to do is say nothing, go to bed. But he's he's like, no, no, no. Turns out your boyfriend Jack Griffin is the Invisible Man, and he's over at Kemp's house, and he's they totally gonna. But you can't come with me. Yes, I can. Okay, fine. You can come. All with right, me. come along. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kemp in his rising panic is now called the cops. And yes. he's like, I got the invisible man here. And they're like, Got it, okay. And she convinces her. Well,
0: the, the, invisible, she, man he wakes, the invisible man wakes yeah. up the invisible man, yeah. man wakes up and and sees that Kemp has has, has been down somebody. No, no, yeah. Not not yet, not no, yeah, no, No, he's, yeah, he sees that Kemp has been downstairs. He's like, What are you doing? And Kemp's like, nothing. And he's like, did you call cops. And Kemp's mm. like, no. And then, like, the car pulls up, but it's it's Dr. Cranley and Flora. And Kemp's mm. like, see, I didn't call the cops. I just called Dr. Cranley and Flora because they were worried about you. And Flora wants to see you. She misses you. So for the moment, Griffin's like, oh, okay. Well, okay send bring, my, girl, send her- my girlfriend I- on up to the bedroom, what? buddy.
1: And so she comes up there, and his head's all wrapped up, and she's like, I miss you, and whatever happens, we're going to be And okay. he's like,
0: I'm crazy now.
1: And he's like, I'm crazy. I'm going to kill my way to the top, and I'm going to be king of the world. What do you think of that? And she's like, why don't you come home and lay down? And he's like, no, Why? Why I have a raging boner for murder now? Because I'm gonna that's take what I like. over the
0: world. I'm gonna take mm-hmm. over the I'm world. I'm gonna
1: take over the world. he keeps saying that everything's afraid of me. Even the moon. Even the moon's, the moon's afraid of is me. frightened of me. Yeah. The, well, the moon's kind of been frightened of everyone since we shot that rocket ship into its eye. But I mean,
0: <laughs> it's keep, <laughs> keeping us at arm's length for the last few decades. Yeah. But
1: now the moon won't notice when I wrap my hands around its neck to kill it. <laughs> I'll throttle like, the moon. just like the moon doesn't have an neck i'll kill you for pointing that out
0: oh the moon's neck is invisible eh?
1: Eh? but he's like don't just
0: don't just so like and don't. then, and then the, the the cops show up yeah and they got a plan
1: talking. they got a plan they're gonna surround the house they're gonna link arms and make a ring yeah. around the house and yeah. that way, there's no way anyone can get by. Kemp goes downstairs. He opens up the door and he says, uh, and the, the invisible man says, thanks, Kemp, for opening the door. I'm going to come back here at 10 o'clock and kill you because yeah. he told you don't call the cops. Don't call anybody. You couldn't even do that. I don't know why I'm not killing you right now. In fact, it'd be hard if you asked me the question right now, I don't think I would be able to give you an answer <laughs> why I'm not killing you right this minute. Instead, I'm setting an arbitrary time at 10 o'clock tomorrow, and I'm going to kill you, okay? Okay, bye. Kemp screams out the
0: out the door. He's
1: here. He's going to kill you. Know, You've got to stop. Oh, my God. And they try. It doesn't work. <laughs>
0: No, he, he ends up he ends he he tweaks a cop's nose. He is another one and goes skipping away, wearing the cop's pants. He,
1: he slaps him. Yeah, he well, he yeah. spins him around and throws he him into him the around, other cop. Scares yeah. some poor woman as he's hopping down the lane, going here we go, gathering nuts and may get it because his nuts are flopping out all over the place because he's naked.
0: <laughs> well, he's got pants on. He's not totally naked.
1: Okay, next day, the Kemp is with the police and he's like, You gotta do something. He says he's gonna kill me at 10 o'clock. And I don't know what to do. And it's, Oh my god, and he's like, Don't worry, we're searching everywhere. Cut to a way oversposed shot like, way, it's like daytime. Oh, by the way, all that snow, it's gone. It doesn't matter because <laughs> it's
0: gone.
1: It got warm, I guess. He he kills a couple of people. He, this is when he goes literally on a he kill, goes on crazy. A he goes on yeah. a kill crazy rampage. First, he kills some people that are looking for him by th- tossing him off a cliff. That's not cool. Then he break. He goes into a switching house for the railroad, um, switches the rail. Somehow manages to switch the railroad. So rather than going over a bridge, it just derails itself and goes directly <laughs> into the river.
0: I don't think there should be a switch that does that. Yeah. I and mean, then- that's just my opinion.
1: Yeah, no, I don't know. And then, well, in case you know lower class people are on the on the train and they have to delay or <laughs> derail it before you know, everything's End about the river with you everything's about class in the in the in the u k then he goes yeah. to a bank, he takes out a drawer, no one notices that this drawer is just floating its way out the door. <laughs> the drawer
0: of money is just floating out the door,
1: and then he starts throwing money to people right and, yeah, and puts it on the ground and So now we go back and oh hey look Renfield's a reporter now. I'm glad he got himself straightened up. (laughs) Yeah, good for him. Last time we saw him, he got choked by Dracula, and now he's fine. He's good. Good for him. He's got a job and everything. He's got to ask him dumb questions about an invisible guy. I guess this is where it starts feeling like a little bit like Frankenstein because we cut to sure we cut to uh, what's her name's room. Yeah. Um. You know, Flora's room. Flora. And she's like, I'm just worried about him. They're like, don't worry. They're going to kill him. He'll be dead. They'll kill him. There's the cure he's going to get. He's going to get <laughs> shot. He's going to be fucking dead. <laughs> Meanwhile, in order for them to make plans, they first have to make sure that he's not in the room. That's a bunch of guys walking around with a net. Right. Yeah. Once they walk across and they haven't caught anybody, they go, okay, great. Now we can make sure to watch the, watch the door and watch the windows. And we're going to make a plan. And they're like, what is our plan? And I don't even remember what the goddamn guy's plan is. Oh, it was, they were going to use.
0: They're going to use Kemp as bait because because he he told Kemp, I'm going to kill you at 10 o'clock tonight. Mm -hmm. So they're going to surround Kemp and hopefully the invisible man will try to get into the house, to get Kemp. And that's Mm -hmm. when he'll catch him.
1: And Kemp says, no, you're not. And he goes, okay, fine. We're going to sneak you out of a secret tunnel that for some reason, the police chief has, and you are going to dress as we're going to, you're going to be dressed as a cop. You're going to get into a car and then you're going to be able to drive away. And that way you're not going to, Okay. And he's yeah. like, fine, whatever, just as long as I'm okay. And they're like, yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're doing things like putting dirt on top of walls. And as soon as they get the, they see dirt fall down, they're supposed to spray it. Spray They have, with yeah, paint. They all
0: have spray paint and yeah. And a mm-hmm. cat gets spray painted because the cat was up on the wall. Yeah, and
1: I'm sure perfectly. I'm sure that that cat in real life is perfectly fine. After they sprayed it with paint uh, from the 19- 1933.
0: Of course, I'm sure every everyone was just fine. Mm-hmm. And as Kent is
1: driving away, he goes, Phew, boy, oh boy, I sure am glad that I got away from Mr. Crazy Pants. I hope he dies soon. I hope I hope he gets hit by five cars and they never find his invisible corpse. I hope a dog eats his invisible corpse. because Just because he's invisible doesn't mean he don't have no smell. And then the invisible man goes, oh, I knew it. I'm going <laughs> to kill you. And he drags him out of the car by a scarf, and he ties him up, and he puts him back in the car, and he he says bye bye, Dick, and he <laughs> pushes the he pushes the the car, and it goes off a cliff, and you hear him scream, and the car catches on fire, and the invisible man is is laughing, and you're like, good, I'm glad, fuck Kemp. yeah,
0: fuck Kemp, he got what he had coming. Mm-hmm. But now all of a
1: sudden it's snowing again. I don't know. Yes. Don't ask me. And he, the invisible man goes, he finds a barn and he lays down in the straw and an old man comes in and he puts up his tools for some reason. And he notices that there's storing coming from the straw. And he's like, that's weird. The straw hasn't (laughs) snored in in these parts since my father used to go out into the barn with ladies and go to sleep out there and there'd be lots of noises, but my dad's been dead for a long time. And he's like, this must be the invisible man. He goes back and he tells the cops, right?
0: Yeah. And And the cops are like, this is a golden opportunity.
1: Yeah, what we'll do is we'll surround it. We'll link arms and surround it, and we'll set fire to the barn. And the old man said, you're going to do what to the what? You're,
0: no, you're <laughs> going to burn my bar. You're going to pay me for it, right?
1: I'm going to get money. Well, he's getting a thousand
0: pounds, a thousand dollars reward, which apparently he's going to have to use to rebuild his, <laughs> he barn. Built his
1: whole goddamn because <laughs> they set it on. They set it the fuck on fire, right? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the invisible man wakes up. He's like, shit balls, shit. And they have a big spotlight. They shine it on the door. And the yep. door opens and they go there. And then they look down and they we can see his footprints in the snow. And they're like, he's going quick, shoot him with bullets. And the, so they shoot him with bullets and the, his body falls down to the snow. And they're like, we got him, I guess. Cut to a hospital <laughs> where yeah. somehow a doctor
0: <laughs> yeah yeah the doctor has a lot of information that he couldn't possibly have but let's just go with it
1: he's like he's not going to be around for much longer how do you know that i'm a doctor I, and I...
0: when he dies he's going to turn visible again how do no, you know he that does... uh, Did he says the doctor he says the effects of the drug will will go as he dies and okay. I'm like, how do you know that? Did you turn someone else invisible and kill them just to see mm-hmm. what happens? <laughs> but
1: he's calling for for uh, for Flora. Flora. Yeah. And Flora runs up, and he's like, "Science is stupid. We should not. We should not yeah. experiment because science is dumb, and I hate it. Yeah. Knowledge hate is it. bad. <laughs> and I wish we had sex once, but I I chose crazy over that. So sorry. And anyway, blah." <laughs>
0: Uh, And
1: and he's dead, and then his body comes back,
0: and we finally get to see what Claude Rains looks like. That's right, he's so young. Look how young he is. Young and that that thick mop of hair. So young and dead, and uh, (laughs) so he
1: fades back in, and the movie's over. We pan out from his dead body. Yep. Right. So, St- so, Steve, how do you feel about this not scary uh, movie about a lunatic that kills lots of people, and not in a scary way, but just like, <laughs> "Hey, I'm going to kill you." You know what? Anybody could have derailed that train. He did not need to be invisible. No, he hit he the guy. Just, yeah. He hit the guy over the head with a glass pitcher. Did some things on the train, and anybody could have killed him. He I didn't mean, have to be look. invisible for that.
0: Look, we've all derailed trains, okay? It's not big sure. deal. Sure, it's what it's we easy. do, in, it's what it's we do in easy.
1: summertime. It's it's easy and it's fun. It's fun. It's, it's easy and it's fun. My favorite one is, you know, you put some some dummies that look like little kids lying in the tracks right in front of you, so that can the guy who's driving the train can see it, see it from way off, and he's like, "I've got to put on all the brakes," and he puts on the brakes. But you've creased the rails so it can't stop and the front part speeds up but the back part slows down and then it just everything goes over and then you have your pickings it's beautiful it's a wonderful thing it's beautiful i wish they'd run trains around here but we did it too much we got greedy
0: you know you just have to you have to give it some time for it to come back you know it's like when you're when you, when you hunt too many of the same animal, eventually, you just have to give it a few years for them to, you know, for the population mm. to grow back. Same thing yeah. with trains.
1: That's why the village next door, they're like, what the fuck did we do? All of a sudden, we everybody's dying. And I'm like, haha, motherfuckers. That's because the convenient town that's right here, they need a break. They need a break. They need to, they need to have some children. They need there. to be able to have some generations there. And they
0: need I, to build the, some more trains.
1: I, the, the castle up on the mountain overlooking the town just needs to become another abandoned castle, not the place where the psychopath Professor Dracula lives. Who's, who, don't worry, children. Exactly. You're he's not going to let you live to you know any age. You're going to die. Every death is a violent death in the village. I need to get them over that. Trains start exactly. running again. You know they they actually keep the Burger King open past you know. 7 o'clock. Everything closes at sunset in the town. I need them to get out of that. So that's why they have the town next door. Oh, they're going to get it good. They haven't. Oh, boy. It's been like 200 years. Oh, boy. They don't need. They they leave their doors unlocked. Can you believe that shit? They leave their doors unlocked.
0: Oh, they'll learn.
1: (sighs) Not a single wreath of garlic anywhere, except in the kitchen. I never go in the kitchen, but, you know, everywhere else, I just pick them off one at a time. One other time. And I vary it up so that they can't guess. And I was like, oh, oh no, the baby went first. No, the baby goes last. And sometimes I don't even take the baby. I leave the baby in there for days. Days, especially if it's out in the middle of nowhere. I walk by. Knock, knock, knock. Wah, I hear the baby. I go, ha-ha. you <laughs> getting so,
0: starved.
1: Starved to death, baby.
0: <laughs> so anyway... The invisible (laughs) man.
1: (laughs) What? Oh, yeah. So, Steve, how do you feel about this motherfucker who no one can see who is basically, he is a killer. He's pretty good, I have to admit. But he isn't a fucking monster. He's not a monster. Don't say he's a monster. He's just an invisible guy. Granted, he's got a pretty good kill count. But
0: how do you feel? About the invisible man. Um, as I think you know, it's one of my favorite movies. How dare um, you? I,
1: How dare you <laughs> presume I know something?
0: <laughs> I I love all of the classic Universal Monster movies. And with the exception mo- of one. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of Dracula, but mm-hmm. but I as a as a group. I, I just, I love those movies and, and the um, mummy's
1: not that great either.
0: Mummy's the not mummy's not great. The mummy but, has yeah. some
1: great things about it. You know, it has some great the things. Mummy's about it. The mummy's
0: mm-hmm. good. The um,
1: mummy's good.
0: But no, I think the invisible, the, the invisible man might be my favorite one. Um, it's, it's either, it's either that or Bride of Frankenstein. Those are like one, two for me. And, mm-hmm. and it's, it's one of my favorite horror movies. It's one of my favorite movies, just period um we
1: haven't done jekyll and hyde yet
0: and jekyll and jekyll and hyde is another one but yeah the the 19 what is it 1935 the frederick Frederick mark no it's it's
1: actually earlier than that or
0: is it 32
1: i think it's closer to dracula
0: and frankenstein
1: than it is uh... yeah
0: but it's yeah i mean that's 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 great that's brilliant Mm -hmm. um yeah but yeah this but this this is fantastic and um there's so much about it that I can talk about, I'll try to limit myself to just the the major parts of it. But um, I mean, first and foremost, Claude Rains as Griffin mm-hmm. uh, in a you know, thankless did... role. I mean, yeah, because like you, he's literally not in the movie for all... for the entire movie. I mean, he's mm-hmm. on screen, but when he's on screen, he's wrapped in he's bandages. Invisible. And... No one knows what yeah, he looks and... like. Yeah. Yeah, you don't actually see his face until until that final shot, and then he's just laying there. Um, It's a very broad performance. It's very theatrical. It's big because it has to be big enough to fill the screen when he's not even on it. Uh, And when we do get to see him, when he's in the bandages and the the robe or whatever, uh, he has wonderfully expressive body language. It's not a subtle performance, Mm -mm. but he does do subtle things. Because he knows who the character is, like he's not just going off and going over the top with no purpose and no uh, intention. Um, he's playing a character who is uh, megalomaniacal and murderous and paranoid. And yes, he gives these amazing supervillain speeches. Uh, yes, he's all, he's constantly issuing intimidating threats, mm-hmm. which he follows through on you'll um, be
1: my bosom chum won't you Kemp? or i'll kill you i'll strangle you where you stand
0: yes, i mean I'll your it, friend. It, it, it's a it's a little thing but this is an mm-hmm. example that i've used before when talking about storytelling and talking about like establishing a strong character like in a narrative sense a strong character um he tells kemp i'm gonna kill you tomorrow at 10 o'clock mm-hmm. and then he does it Yep. And it's it's a simple basic thing, but it's important. It establishes like, oh shit, he did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he said he was gonna do it and he did it. Um, but but Reigns does these little things with his performance. Um, and a lot of this was probably scripted or suggested by James Whale, but but Rains does it and makes it fit the character. And they're little things like every time he walks into a room for the first time, he draws the shades. He draws Mm -hmm. the curtains when someone leaves the room and he's alone in a room. The first thing he does is always go right to the door and lock the door. Um, This little details that reinforce that it's not just that he's an egomaniac. He's paranoid. He's deeply paranoid. Um, He believes that everybody's plotting against him. Everybody, he's constantly extracting more promises from Kemp or, or you know, if, okay, Kemp, when I'm in my room asleep, you're going to be in your room asleep too. And what are you doing downstairs? What are you doing? You know, Um, the only person that he doesn't really seem that way with is Flora. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he has that one scene when he's invisible with him and flora he you know he still goes off on his rant about you know the moon is frightened of me and i'm going to take over the world and the the nations of the world will pay will pay me millions of dollars for the secret of invisibility Like he still goes off on this this delusional rant while she's there but mm-hmm. he never threatens her he never accuses her of anything like she's the only he, character that he-
1: no he does low-key blame her for this I have always, I was just a poor oh, that's true. I, uh, who couldn't? I wanted to be yeah exactly. I wanted to be someone
0: great for you yeah mm. yeah yeah but 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 you know he does he doesn't treat her nearly as as poorly as he treats the other characters oh, no no, um, but the point is like he he does these big things and these little things that make him seem genuinely dangerous mm-hmm. you know before he's ever before he even kills anybody like he eventually he just starts killing people and you're like, oh shit. He's no, dangerous yeah. he just but, goes but before, bonkers
1: and starts killing yeah. people for no reason
0: but before we even see him kill anybody you just you get you just the things he does is like oh this is a dangerous guy this is like he's a you know uh a, uh a, 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 he's just about to snap at any moment mm-hmm. um there's a thing he does it's it's in one of the scenes where he's not even in it where it's a, a completely invisible scene um where no, no, actually it's the one, it's the it's when he's talking with Kemp after he's put on the pajamas and the robe and stuff. So mm-hmm. he's come back downstairs and he and you can see him because he's all dressed up. And he takes the rocking chair and pulls it across the room. So he's literally like three feet from Kemp. Like mm-hmm. he invades his space. He gets right up in front of him. Um and it's just little things like that, just you know, to to show that you know he's he's being dominant and and he's being threatening. Um, so yeah, it's a great performance by by range. I everybody loves the voice, and i I love the voice, and i I do the voice all the time, you know, because it, it, it's just such an iconic voice, and it's so much fun to do, but it's not mm-hmm. just the voice. it's the body language and the little things. Um The plot is simple and it's told efficiently. Um, you know, Griffin goes off on these rants and he has these delusionally lofty goals but this is never remotely a fate of the world hangs in the balance kind of movie. Mm -mm. The action never moves beyond the village and the surrounding countryside. And it doesn't need to, you know, Um, the movie is tightly plotted. It runs 70 minutes and that's all it needs. It gets in, it does what it needs to do. It never feels rushed. It never feels crowded and it gets out. Mm -hmm. And you don't need to add a minute to this. It is perfect just the way it is. Um, I wouldn't want to cut anything, but I wouldn't want to add anything either. It's just right. And in terms of the special effects and the technical limitations that were present just because of the time that this movie was made, this movie was made in 1933. The first sound movie was 1929. So this is, Mm -hmm. like, you know, right on the cutting edge of, of modern Cinematic uh, technology and but it turns limitations into advantages. I mean, this is a movie about a character who is invisible. That's the gimmick of the movie. But some of the most effective scenes in the movie are the ones where we can see him because Mm -hmm. he's dressed up because he's got I mean, the iconic image of the movie is the guy in the bandages. Um, And those are the best scenes in the movie where he's he's telling Kemp what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. Or or the villagers have invaded his room at the inn, and he's telling them, "Leave that alone," you know. And or then he's like, "All right, you fools!" And he goes off on his first big, like, threatening rant of, you know, "Now and... you're gonna suffer for it. You could have left me alone, but now you're gonna suffer for it." And that's before we ever we even see the invisibility stuff. Yep. Um, because the invisibility we get a little, after... we
1: get a little tiny bit of it. Yeah,
0: after after U- with his jaw after Uno
1: yeah. O'Connor, yeah,
0: after she leaves. yeah. And the thing is because the invisibility stuff is very well done and very impressive, but it's used sparingly like that's not it's not every scene. It's just every so often. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of his most effective scenes are him where he is actually present in the scene in his bandaged form. And, you know, those scenes reveal his character. Uh, They create expectations for the story that. The movie then can go on to either fulfill or subvert, and that creates tension and that makes us want to keep watching. And again, like just with him saying, I'm going to kill you, Kemp, tomorrow at 10 and then doing it, it's it's storytelling 101, but it's executed marvelously. Um, And, you know, the plot creates these little puzzles to solve and the one the main puzzle is how are they going to catch the invisible man when you can't Mm -hmm. see him you know and you have to watch the the cops try to figure it out and then the other one is well how is the invisible man going to kill kemp like he promised when kemp is surrounded by cops how's he going to do it and then you see how he does it and you get Mm -hmm. to, to watch and wonder what happens and then see what happens um it's flawlessly directed by james whale i think james whale is if he's not the best horror director ever he's number two or three. I, I mean, he's, he's one of the greatest directors of horror films ever, even though he really only directed a few, uh, mm-hmm. but the few he directed are like this one and Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein. Like it's a, it's a a, a pretty impressive resume. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of typical James well touches. There are these big, beautiful sets uh, like the set of Dr. Cranley's house, this massive mm-hmm. set, with big, high ceiling and huge walls and impeccably decorated um and the the action is well staged nothing is overdone i mean i love i love the the scene where he at near the beginning where he throws the guy down the stairs because it looks like he just throws a guy down the stairs. Mm -hmm. Like it's not overly choreographed. It's not made to look like a super impressive, like impactful action scene. Mm -mm. He just grabs the guy around. He grabs the guy under his arms and drags him into the hallway and just throws him down the steps. And that's Mm -hmm. it. It looks real. It looks real. And laughs at him. And laughs at him. Um, You know, so it's, it's, it's really well directed and really well staged. And then last. And to me, most importantly, the movie is hilarious. It is so goddamn funny. It is the the wittiest and the most subversive of the classic universal monster movies. It is self-aware, um, it's cheeky, it's a little bawdy, it's ironic. He was,
1: was Freddie before Freddie.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it's so funny in its own right that it mm. almost defies parody. I mean, look at like how far. Because there, there are some Invisible Man jokes in uh, Young Frankenstein. It's mostly mm-hmm. spoofing Frankenstein, obviously, but there's some Invisible Man stuff in there, too, especially with like the cop, you know, the, the Mel Brooks version of, of the village cop. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just like look how far he has to go to get to make it seem more ridiculous than it already is, mm-hmm. Um, because it's, you know, you said earlier, like it's, it's almost not even a horror movie. It's more of a comedy. Uh, I would agree with you. And I think that's one of its strengths. Like I watched this movie. I just watched this movie yesterday to prepare for this for probably the hundredth time in my life. And it makes me laugh every single time. Like the first time it's just really, really funny. So, yeah, I mean, that's really all I have to say about it. I it, I give it my highest possible recommendation. It's one of my favorite movies. Um, it's a movie that deserves to be seen and seen again. It's a classic. So there you go over and
1: here's, here's my problem with the movie. You ready? Yes, it's not long enough. I you know that you think longer. it's a, I know you think it's the perfect length, it has everything in there. However, you know what? I while I was watching it, I I thought you know it'd be nice to see what it was like before he took the fucking potion. Everyone keeps talking about how this potion has driven him crazy and how this potion has made him a megal, and how oh, it drove that dog crazy, so it's definitely going to drive him crazy. And so we only see him as crazy, right? We get that little, hits what, two lines at the very end of the movie. We shouldn't meddle in whatever, you know, blah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. We shouldn't meddle in God's cocaine or whatever it was that, you know, Whatever it was that he said is basically don't do science. Don't do science. It's stupid. Blah. And then he dies. But I think that some of the things would have had greater impact had we seen him. And it doesn't have to be. You wouldn't be adding terribly much at best five to maybe ten minutes of here's dr here's Dr what's his nuts, Dr. Jack Griffin, and here's his fiance, and she's like, "Oh, you still fiddled around with that." And he's like, "Yes, yes, well, of course, and blah blah blah." So we actually see him develop the thing he goes off to take it in secret, he's lying to all of his friends i need, I need to go to uh, beat a prostitute to death or whatever it is, whatever it is." <laughs> Whatever excuse yeah. he gives so they can go off and then he takes it. And when we get a neat scene of him turning invisible, right. You know, it'd be like, Ooh, we get to see his guts and everything. And he turns invisible and he goes bonkers. That's all I would like is a little thing at the beginning. And his death is nothing. His death is he stumbles out of a barn and they shoot him. And that was yeah. it. And they only shoot him t- once. Don't they? They just uh, he uh, they, him up once or bone. twice. Yeah. And then he's dying because we can't operate what he should have. What would have been a great ironic ending to this is if the doctor said. We can't operate on him because we can't see his organs. Right. We there's nothing that we can do. He's going to bleed to death and we can't even see the blood that he's bleeding. Right now. You know, they could say, well, we can see the (laughs) bullet. It's right. It's, it's right there. there. Don't <laughs> know where
0: it is on him, but it's there.
1: Don't know what organs it's hurt. We don't know what what if it's nicked anything. We don't know if it's resting against a major vein or an aorta or something. But there's nothing we can do. That would have been a great twist ending, right? Mm-hmm. That the Invisible Man, who keeps talking about how how powerful he's going to be, dies because there's no way to there's no way to fix him because he's invisible. Right. He made it even worse. I said, Well, we don't know. It could be a simple wound that we you know, it could have been something simple that we could have fixed easily, but we can't see him, so we can't operate. Uh-huh. And then he dies. And he says something like, I'll rule the world because he's not cured. It <laughs> makes no sense for him to go, We shouldn't be tampering with this thing, black. He should have been like, You know, oh, you fools, you'll see once I once I heal, and then he dies. Right. And then yeah. he turns back. And then it's a tragedy, right? But in the way they presented here, he's already an invisible man, which I appreciate. We're starting, you know, in media res. We're, we're starting off right at the very beginning. He's already invisible. And then we have to listen to people talk about shit in exposition. Well, then, then he did this thing and then he ran off and, oh, he must be the invisible man. Really? You think so, Dick? We know he's the invisible man already.
0: <laughs> I wonder if this Griffin guy they're all talking about is going to turn yeah. out to be the invisible man. yeah, he
1: is a psychopath. And yes, he did kill a lot of people. And yes, I do. I Don't get me wrong. I love this movie. I think it's a great movie. But there are things that they could have done to solidify our relationship with the Jack Griffin character a little bit more. Because all we know of him is as the psychopath invisible killer. That's all we know him as. And I think it would be a little bit more impactful if we knew... For example, that he was a nice guy, maybe he was a little driven, who knows? And he's got a girlfriend, and may who maybe maybe Dr. Cranley doesn't approve. He's a poor chemist. Maybe he doesn't approve of you know that there are outlying factors for him to suddenly, you know, take the serum and, and turn invisible, take the drug and turn invisible. The other problem I had with it is is that they and this is just Apparently you can take a drug and it stays in your system forever.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It, it doesn't just you, you know,
1: you don't like eventually yeah. it, it washes out, you know, it just the, permanently hydrate.
0: stays in your body. You're yeah. just
1: permanent. It's permanently there until you can create an antidote, which he's trying to do. He's trying to create an yeah. antidote.
0: That's yeah, that's why he wants his, his notes from. the Yeah, because oh, yeah. you
1: can't sell half a thing to a nation. Right. No. Yeah. selling the invisibility and then The non-invisibility. Of course, you're sending, you you imagine entire invisible armies, and I'm like, yeah, completely unarmed invisible armies that aren't wearing any clothes. That sounds great.
0: That's the future of warfare.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yippity, yippity. So I enjoyed it. I do enjoy the movie, despite the fact that there there could have been a few things that would have allowed us to link with the uh, Dr. Jack Griffin character, because again, this is a monster movie. It's tragic. You know, and okay. he has a tragic end, right? Um, But I liked it; it was good. I recommend it. Steve, you recommend it? A oh, I highly
0: recommend it. Yeah, absolutely, a classic. One of my All favorite right. monster movies. One of the best, if not the best, of the Universal of the classic universe. He is
1: movies, not a monster. Stop saying he's a not monster movie.
0: But it's part <laughs> of the Universal Monster franchise. Does is he what have I'm saying.
1: Does he have fangs? No. Does no. he eat people? No. No. (laughs) Does he have tentacles? Anything? No. No.
0: Okay, but just categorically, he's a monster because they group it with the other ones. They group it with the other ones. Then what kind of movie? It's the Universal movie that's kind of like a monster movie, but technically he's not a monster. So we have to put it over here. Sorry, you can't be in the DVD set. You can't be in the DVD set in this Man because you're you're not a monster.
1: You're not the monster. You're just a fucked up guy. Fucked up guys don't make yeah. monsters. Well,
0: okay, no. but the universal fucked up guys was not the name of a series of movies in the 30s and the
1: 40s. Well, they just went trying hard enough, were they? It's like, okay, this guy's invisible and kills people. Let's throw him in with the monsters. Close no. enough. No, it's not close enough. But there they oh, Steve, please, you are going please. to not recommend the movie. I am
0: going to not recommend the movie.
1: Then tell me what you're going to recommend
0: Oh, I wanted to not recommend a movie that is also about a person who can turn invisible. But the unlike... memoirs
1: of an invisible man?
0: No, it's... but that's pretty bad. <laughs> 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 no. Unlike... Yes. unlike the movie we just reviewed, this is a movie about a person who can turn invisible, and the movie sucks. The movie I think I am that's going almost to... all the other Invisible Men. Yeah, pretty much. the The movie I'm going to not recommend is a, a movie from the early 2000s starring Kevin Bacon called Hollow Man. I know um, people who really like that movie. I really want to like it because I like yeah. Kevin Bacon and I like the Invisible Man and I think it's a uh-huh. cool gimmick and you know the special effects in it are are good and it's got a great pedigree and not only is kevin bacon in it but elizabeth no. shoe is in it it's directed by paul verhoven like you would think like oh this 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 is gonna be a good movie no mm-hmm. not so much not so much the but, movie should um, have been about the invisible gorilla hey okay, now you're talking you know what I my favorite little piece of trivia about this movie is years after it came out and it didn't really do very well and it got bad reviews um paul verhoven said you know This was the first movie of mine where after I made it, I started to think maybe I shouldn't have made it. No. This was after he made Showgirls.
1: Yeah, I know. Tell
0: me about this. He made Showgirls. And then a few years later, he made Hollow Man. And he was like, I wish I hadn't done Hollow Man.
1: (laughs) Imagine if the movie had been called Hollow Monkey. Which ah, is the, hey. the gorilla ripping guys apart and yeah, now see,
0: that's a twist, that's a fresh take, you know.
1: That's right. Then um, maybe they blame anyway. the other guy, they're like, You're the one that's ripping people apart, Kevin Bacon. And he's like, No, I'm just an
0: invisible
1: guy out there, you. And then it turns out, I, oh, I'm no. an innocent,
0: invisible man.
1: It turns out that the empty cage that had the gorilla is actually it wasn't that invisible gorilla, and we let them out. And he's bad and he rips a bunch of bo- And then he's got Kevin Bacon has to fight the invisible gorilla at Ooh, the end.
0: And then, and we just have an invisible fight scene where it's just Foley and it's just nothing, right. nothing. We just hear things smacking. And, smack an, smack and into
1: instead each other. of a weird, pervy scene where the invisible man gropes a woman's booby, we have a scene where the invisible gorilla eats a banana.
0: <laughs> Terrifying.
1: Oh, and you know the most tragic thing? They teach the gorilla how to speak and sign, and then the gorilla turns invisible, and now the gorilla can't say anything to it. Oh, no, no,
0: it can't communicate anymore. And it's
1: just getting more and more frustrated, right? And they're like, put on the oven, mitts, Coco, so that we can understand partially what they're saying.
0: So I, I have a few I have a few lines from negative reviews that I would like okay. to share. Okay. Some negative, some negative reviews of Hollow Man. This is from Kathy Mayo of the Magazine of Fantasy and Science Fiction. Mm. A few hundred state-of-the-art effects could not help Hollow Man, a movie even more empty than its title character. Oh, I get it. Nicely done. Nicely done. Empty. Um, (laughs) Here's one. Here's what. Here's one from Jeffrey. Empty, like a glove. (laughs) Here's one. Here, here's one from Jeffrey Westoff from the Northwest Herald, who says there are two ways to not see this invisible man. The best option is skipping the movie. Oh, again, and and bad. one more,
1: one more.
0: One more quote, and this one I feel is a little unfair because generally speaking, I'm a fan of Paul Verhoeven as a director, but this sure. this this critic is not. So this is not so much an anti hollow man uh, quote as just a general anti Paul Verhoeven quote, but it's funny so sure. I included it because I appreciate it. Um, this is from Nathaniel Rogers from the film experience, who says, if you liked insert any Verhoeven film here, you'll love hollow man. I didn't, so I don't. Well, that's more fair, isn't it? Yeah, there you go. Sure, isn't that nice? So that is my that is my mm-hmm. not recommendation. The Hollow Man.
1: Here, here's here's one from Andre. Love this oh, movie. Boy. I never Ooh. seen the concept for a movie like this. Ser- seriously, you've, you've never, never seen heard of a concept a movie like this about an invisible guy. <laughs>
0: Because they made like 20 of them in the 40s. Oh,
1: here we go. I wouldn't hate being invisible at all. I can also see how it would be frustrating to not be able to become normal again, too. Isn't that great? You fantasize about being invisible, you fucking pervert. Oh, my God.
0: But he thought it through, and he took us on that journey with him. Here's a great one
1: from Chris M., Sebastian Kane is like Big Bang Theory's Sheldon Cooper if he was a dangerous sociopath instead of a likable one. Boy, you really like Big
0: Bang Theory. I thought I always found him a very dangerous sociopath.
1: But it's a new twist on the old story of the Invisible Man, except Sebastian was already borderline insane before he became invisible. There are other character issues. The CGI wasn't great, but for 2000, it was pretty good.
0: Other oh, invisible oh, effects. Oh, the, the, the <laughs> armature of good special effects has weighed in.
1: Other invisible effects were spot on. Not perfect, but deserves more love than it gets. Apparently, four stars worth of love. You fucking crazy person. Oh my God, this is one that's five stars. And they didn't wow. even want, but they didn't want to put their name up. Hello, man is a movie ahead of its time. A spectacular, fun film to watch, especially the creepy groping scene. (laughs) Every minute was exhilarating and will keep you on the edge of your seat. Nothing I say will do this film justice. (laughs) Don't let these amateur film critics steer you away from watching this masterpiece. (laughs) Masterpiece.
0: That's sit, the sign of a good film critic when you go out of your back. way to shit talk other critics in the middle of your review.
1: <laughs> sit back, relax, grab a snack, and enjoy the movie alone like I do every single fucking night. Alone. And this is, by the way,
0: this is the only film that they have ever reviewed. Interesting.
1: They were like, I'm going, I'm ooh, I'm going to do this. This is I'm doing this. Let's go.
0: I will have justice for Hollow Man.
1: And then one last one. Again, people who don't want to put their name to their reviews. I think that this is some cowards. cowards. This movie this movie is a classic and my all-time favorite of all time. Is it your all-time favorite of all time? No other movie is better than fucking hollow man Best
0: <laughs> best movie ever.
1: Kevin Bacon, the CGI effect still holds up. Kevin and the leading lady, oh, who cares if she has... Whatever anything. her name is, who cares? <laughs> ...are amazing in this, in this movie. It's a great story of the inhumane things people will do when they have power and cannot be s-
0: co-seen. <laughs> oh, very clever. Very this? clever. Uh-huh. I see why he was impressed by the movie.
1: I think the movie has a lot of life lessons and takes audiences for a ride. The movie deserves more love than what it gets. It's a cult classic, in my opinion, and a must-see. This is Kevin Bacon at his best. I don't even think Kevin Bacon would say that.
0: Does Kevin Bacon even like the movie that much?
1: I don't. I don't know. I mean it's still boy oh boy Ugh. my turn can I yes, I want to please, get the hollow Man. as you guys know I like to not recommend a movie from the same year as the movie that we just reviewed and it's 1933. And the movie that I'm not going to recommend is actually a serial. Okay. Ooh. And that serial's name is Tarzan the Fearless. Ooh. Not starring Johnny Weissmuller as everyone knows is as Tarzan but instead Buster Crab.
0: (laughs) Oh yes I've I yes he did play Tarzan. Yes. Yeah
1: he did before he became Flash Gordon he played Tarzan and it's not good. It's (laughs) not good. The only thing in here is Tarzan there is no Jane. Some other lady shows up. They they tried to compile it together to make it into a full movie. The whole thing lasts 61 minutes. It's one minute past an hour for all wow. 12 episodes, right? Where wow. nothing happens. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> if you read the plot synopsis for 12 episodes of Tarzan the Fearless. Nothing really happens. So if you get a chance to watch this, you see it somewhere. Don't just don't don't waste your time. Watch, watch the Invisible Man five more times. It's
0: great. Yeah, yeah. Or hold out for the real Tarzan, the Johnny Weissmuller Tarzan.
1: Yeah, I guess you can do that. Too.
0: Yeah. What kind of yodel does Buster Crab have? Nothing. He wants no shit.
1: No one's done Tarzan right. <laughs> Doesn't matter, whatever Hey Steve, guess what? What? It's time for you to make a terrible choice Oh (laughs) boy, I can't wait As everyone knows I put three movies together Steve does not know what those movies are And keeping nope. with the Halloween theme They're going to be spooky Spooky scary Oh boy Oh oh! I hope we can live th- Through the scary of these oh, God damn it nothing scary anymore What am I talking about Anyway he's going to pick the next fucking movie And it's all about spooky scary I tried to get Well technically they're all about ghosts so, Steve, please pick Okay. A, B, or C. Pick one. God damn it.
0: I will pick uh, the letter C. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Did I actually letter do something C. right for once in my cursed life? Okay,
1: so. Oh, boy. He's had, happy. Had he chose A, we would have reviewed Poltergeist.
0: Oh, okay. Poltergeist. That movie that Steven
1: Spielberg technically didn't direct.
0: (laughs) But everybody thinks he did.
1: I know, poor Toby Hooper. Anyway, (laughs) so... Had you chosen B, we would have watched the Made Me Puke because of the camera work, the Blair Witch project. Oh, oh so scary. Very but scary it, movie. Do you think oh, it's I did that... so
0: I yes, I think very scary. Yes. You think it's them uh,
1: but you didn't choose B. No. So instead we're going to do a foreign film. Uh oh. A classic. J Uh-oh. horror. Foreign film Oh no Way before J-horror was even a term It was just a fucking scary movie From Japan We are going to watch the beautiful The creepy The scary Kwai Dan Oh You
0: hear me? No one can I hear. Can, I can. I can hear you. Can you? Can you hear me? Happened with
1: my fucking microphone after I said "quite Dan." So, oh, it must be, oh it's that's extra
0: spooky. Have you seen "Quite Dan"? I've never seen "Quite Dan." No. Get out. Get out of the castle. No I, well, I'm going. To, I'm going to watch no. it before the next show. No, what no, do you no, want no, from me? It
1: oh, it's basically ghost stories. Four ghost stories from Japan. They're super cool. If you haven't okay. seen them, you can go out and find "Quite Dan." It's K W A I D A N. Quite then, Quite way, then. Bef- way before any of that bullshit with the ring or with the grudge the, or yeah, with- the
0: creepy girl. Oh, it's a girl Creep. with extra long hair. I'm so afraid.
1: <laughs> you should be. She'll she do bad things to you. No, uh, oh, nice. oh no, my dog. She's choking Anyway, <laughs> so if you want to get all the jokes. And be super scared. Then go see, quite Dan. Before the next time we do this thing, anyway. Hey guys, bye. I'm done. I don't want to be scary all the time. If I just say bye, can that be scary? Bye. I don't
0: see why you can't.
1: Tuttleu, that's scary. Oh, you say, All right, well, bit said your you disappear into the castle. It helps if you have like a child's head you know like okay well, bye bye and you have a straw sticking out of it you just just sip out of it
0: that's is right that, dog. is that scary or is that just gross i mean you're I drinking know. a brain from a child's head is that well, what never, is happening
1: well, you're killing two birds with one stone you're being creepy and you're getting something to drink that's always good isn't it i think so efficient yeah anyway hey guys thanks for tuning in to a special halloween episode Until next time, this is Professor Dracula. And see a movie this week before I kill you.
0: And this is his assistant, Steve. And I will always remember what my master said to me when he told me we were starting a podcast. And I said, what are we going to do when we start the podcast? And he said, we'll begin with a reign of terror. A few murders here and there. Murders of great men, murders of little men. Well, just to show we make no distinction, I might even wreck a train or two. Just these fingers round the signalman's throat—that's all.
1: I did. I did. I remember did when that. you said
0: that. You said that. Shit, I, I also.
1: I also included medium-sized men, little babies, incredibly large women. You know. I did. I did. I didn't. If you could
0: see when I the way I wrote it down, I did. I truncated it a little. There's a little, the three dots. I cut a lot of it out.
1: You were trying to write down a lot. And I and I went on. I I basically didn't leave anybody out. Did I? Oh, covered
0: pretty much. Yes, it was pretty varying,
1: comprehensive. varying sizes of teenagers. hair color.
0: You know, sure. then you went into natural hair color versus dyed, dyed hair color. Wigs. Different kinds of dye. Yeah. Is it the washout dye? Is it the mm-hmm. kind of dye you go to the salon to get professional? Right, right. The wigs.
1: Wigs. wigs. That's always, yes. you know, I like ripping off a wig and embarrassing them before I kill them. Right. And that's that's exactly. Good. You
0: go off into your little side stories where you would explain why you chose to right? mention this particular group of people.
1: People with peg legs, one peg leg, two peg legs, two peg legs,
0: three peg yeah. legs. Oh, that's very the elusive the
1: elusive three peg leg. Sometimes you'll get two peg legs and one leg that's regular. I'll never forget. Legs-
0: I'll, I'll never forget the day you came rushing back. You were so excited because you told me you had finally killed a peg arm.
1: Oh, that peg arm
0: was. Great. I said. I said, why would anyone have an a peg for an arm I wouldn't and you, you do something and I else said, and you...
1: I don't care
0: I Exactly don't you care. didn't ask questions You don't That's look right. a gift horse in the mouth You just eat it That's what you always tell In me. the
1: incredibly long checklist of types of people That I have eaten I can quite honestly say that I have peg arm Checked off Not many very vampires
0: have peg no. arm Checked no. off on their list And I bet they are all jealous They all wish they had a peg arm
1: well, that's why I have the. Well, pig, they don't wish the they arm. had I a peg the arm. They
0: wish oh. they had. Yeah, you had. Yeah, they wish they had a peg I arm. Open, I open. I open
1: the cape and I have a pin of the, all the ones that have gone and I'm of only course. one of the few ones that have peg arm. Of course. You know? Now the most elusive, the one that nobody has, and I don't think anyone is ever going to get,
0: is peg head. Peg head. Oh, so rare. Because what's the fucking point?
1: They don't live long.
0: Once why you would were, you why would you go through the trouble of installing a peg on the head it's dead and it's, he's it's, dead that's a dead person
1: and you have to encounter them naturally you can't make a peg head and then kill the no, peg head
0: that's cheating no
1: that's cheating i could if make that's a how pig, it I worked could...
0: everybody would have the peg head pin and yeah nobody that's has right it.
1: that's right peg toes again so, are you gonna see them no,
0: no what's the point
1: that's right. You and you I could make any of those things right now.
0: who is going to miss a toe that much?
1: Well, you'd be surprised. I'm sure there's someone out there that's got a
0: peg toe. I oh, just I got the to toe. Them. I must have a peg to replace my missing toe. I that's miss right. it so much. Mm-hmm. Grow up, you pussy. I'm sorry. I know I'm not the one to talk it's tough. It's okay. If you're yeah, you miss your, if you missing a toe and you're missing it so much, you have to replace it with a little wooden peg. You're a pussy right. and fuck you. I'm not, not scared of you.
1: Sure. And then there are the impossible ones. Peg eyes. And no one's ever getting no, that. No, that's
0: never going to happen. No matter how fucked up someone
1: is. Have you ever stopped
0: Have you ever stopped and thought how strange it is that so much of the vampire reward pin system is centered on people having pegs?
1: Well, it's kind of, you know, we don't, if we lose a
0: body part, it grows back. That's true. Well, for, I mean, I, I doesn't grow back for me. I'm not a vampire. No, you're not a vampire. But for me, I could chop off my arm all day
1: long and it just keeps growing back.
0: No matter what. And also, if I cut it
1: off and I just stick it right back on there, it connects back up. Just goes right back on. That's Maybe right. That's right. I'm like a, a sticky child's toy. You know, you can pull off an arm and you can put it back on. No big deal. That's why we're fascinated by peg people. We want, no need we for want pegs. There. No, need, right. for no pegs need for pegs. pegs. That's right. And it's cheating if you drive pegs directly into someone's eyes and then say, see, peg eyes. That's why no one's ever going to get there. No, pe- whoever count. came up with the list was truly wanted to make sure that no one ever completed the full list, right? No one's going to find a peg penis. No, no one's well, going to just, find a pair of peg testicles. No one's going to do that.
0: It's to give you something to strive for, you know, so that no matter how high you get, no matter Once. how many pins you get, Yes,
1: there was a man who I swore had the peg penis and peg testicles, but he was just sitting on a stool with a very, very tiny top so you could only see. Right. And I said, holy Jesus, I'm going to check this box. No vampire ever since the list was created has ever done this. And then I got there, and I killed him, and it just turned out they were sitting on a goddamn stool. So I burned his house down, killed his family, destroyed his crops, salted the earth. And then, you know, for three or four days with a sign saying, "This lying rat bastard got me so excited, you know, by that and that I'm point, sure
0: the other I'm sure the other vampires knew exactly what you were talking about, but the local villagers must have been very confused.
1: It's all we talked about is the convention. Which is just make yeah. sure they're not sitting on a tiny yeah, they, stool. I
0: almost got their peg penis and testicles, but no. That's
1: right. No, couldn't. And some of them don't even make sense. How do you have a peg vagina? That's not even a thing. That's, that's it's not even. It page. doesn't
0: make sense in a spatial sense. No.
1: No, you just uh, you're hoping that you'll find a crazy person. You know, who's <laughs> like someone I put, who I'm, thinks
0: they have a peg vagina, but you're like, right. okay, I I could explain this, but I don't really think that would work.
1: I would think I'd find a peg tongue before I ever pound a peg vagina. A peg no.
0: tongue, that yeah, peg tongue, or you know, uh, peg chin, peg chin, yeah. Mm. Peg chin.
1: Of course, you could always get these things, and then I could say, you know, you you do me a solid at some point.
0: But then, but wouldn't you have to kill me to get to get the pins?
1: Don't you sure. Once you've like, outlived your usefulness, oh, uh, you know, when you're very I old. Think,
0: so when you start uh, hacking things off and replacing them with pegs, oh no, I can't I I can. start working. I can. I oh can't do no, that. I would have to do it. No, so no, you not ha-
1: you. but I would have to take you to a doctor who would be willing.
0: To oh, you take me to a peg doctor, and then he installs the pegs, and you say, "Oh, yes. my, my, my hunchback assistant is almost at the end of the road." No, no, it's no time I to, cannot. It's I time cannot to peg be... him up so I can check off some more boxes on the I list.
1: can't. I can't be involved at all. I could drop oh, no, you off of at the, the hospital. You need to.
0: You need to with, have deniability. You with a note, separate.
1: maybe saying, "Hey, I need pins." And then you tell them, <laughs> here are the pegs. I need these pegs, okay? But,
0: you write a note that says, hey, if by a sheer coincidence, you need to replace some of his body parts with pegs, here are the pins to, I'm missing.
1: And you have to make sure to keep it quiet just between you and the doctor because if any other vampires find out that you're doing this, but when you step one peg oh. out of that, out of that hospital and you're out, you have peg arms, peg legs, peg penis, peg testicles, a peg tongue, peg eyes, and you come out, oh boy, there would be hundreds and hundreds of vampires all jumping at you
0: all at the same time. Master, you don't have to worry. I will never violate peg Hippa.
1: Okay, well, great. Anyway, (laughs) I can't believe we did that much time
0: on (laughs) pegs. That was a long bit just about pegs, huh? You never know what's going to happen.
1: Thanks for listening to the Pegs Podcast. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Okay, no, seriously. Let's get started. Late Seating is a Let Me Listen podcast production featuring Steve Shives and Jason Harding. Produced by Jason Harding. Theme music, "Rollin' at Five, composed and performed by Kevin MacLeod. You can find more Let Me Listen podcast productions at our website at www.letmelistenpodcast.com. You can also find us on Stitcher, iTunes, or just about anywhere you download podcasts.